you know, it's not Karachi, this is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash, in, in the booth with never records. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. Thank you, Never Records. I'm sorry I touched your microphone. <laughs> You are not listening to Never Records on Blue Gold Radio, 99.9 FM. Sweet. Sweet. Sweet comic. Welcome to Episode 5 of Never Records Radio. If you're joining me for the first time, my name is Ted Riederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. From the Mississippi to the River Jordan, I've recorded musicians, poets, historians, scientists, anyone who wants to cut a vinyl record for free in my traveling art project, Never Records. This past August, Never Records traveled to Amman, Jordan, where I set up shop in a performance space called Turbo on a dusty street in the old section of Amman's downtown. Never Records set out to shine a positive light on a region that often gets portrayed negatively in the media. In a country surrounded by war and beleaguered by the biggest refugee crisis since World War II, I found beauty. A lot of my friends and fellow artists ask me where I get my funding for Never Records, and the answer is almost always, it's complicated. Never Records Jordan was made possible by the generosity of private donors, friends, family, and colleagues. I pulled a rabbit out of a hat when it came to cheap airfare. Late one night, while I was desperately trying to drum up support for the project, I discovered a consumer advocacy website from Canada that listed every airline executive's personal email for customers to complain about missed flights or lost baggage. I sent over 50 emails to every executive at every carrier that served Jordan. Two weeks later, Royal Jordanian Airlines responded and gave me a very generous discount that enabled me to fly five people to the Middle East. Aside from Royal Jordanian Airways, I try to avoid any corporate sponsorship. I've been in several boardrooms with marketing types who have tried to convince me to monetize Never Records. When I hear the word monetize, I actually hear the word weaponize. You will never see a giant corporate banner hanging in Never Records, for the project is about what happens when you remove money and fame from a shared performance. When performance is purely about fellowship and art, a magical thing happens. And for me, Never Records often feels like a secular church. Let me describe this next recording to you. It's a busy night in Amman. The streets and sidewalks are filled with families out for a stroll or drive. All of the glass windows of the performance space Turbo are wide open and the industrial fan we carried for almost a mile is on full blast. Through the din, I am playing Saeed and Rose some of the tracks I am excited about. I'm really excited about everything I recorded, for I am in a beautiful city, 5,000 miles away from home, and I'm cutting vinyl records and meeting so many talented poets and musicians. A 30-something, unassuming guy walks in named Hamza Ibrahim, and he's really curious about what we're doing. Saeed explains the project in Arabic, and Hamza tells us a story. 
He studied classical singing in Iraq, but was forced to flee when the situation deteriorated after the withdrawal of U.S. troops. During my stay in Jordan, I learned that Iraq had some of the best music schools in the Middle East, a fact that I would never have imagined. As a refugee, Hamza was forced to give up singing and found employment as an accountant. We can all tell he wants to sing for us, so we beg for a tune, and then another, and then one more still. There we were in a record shop in the old city of Amman, Jordan, being serenaded by a stranger. في الخمار الأسود ماذا صنعت ماذا فعلت بناسك متعبد وصيامه ردي عليه صلاته وصيامه لا تقتلي بحق دين محمد You are not listening to Never Records Radio. Hamza returned to Never Records day after day to meet other musicians. He told us we rekindled his love for singing, and for that he was grateful. I believe this is the power of the project. By providing people an ear and an encouraging and safe space to express themselves, Never Records allows participants to be who they truly are, or want to be, freed if only for a moment from the stifling pressure of our culture. Let me describe this next recording to you. In Jordan, I really fell in love with the Oud. The Oud, spelled O-U-D, is a barrel-backed fretless cousin of the lute, popular in all countries in the Middle East. While the Oud has five pairs of common strings, with my knowledge of Western guitar, I was able to pick it up and figure out some tunes with relative ease. The tuning is different from country to country, so I must have been lucky. In the last couple of episodes, I described Amman's abundance of experimental musicians. One of the characteristics of Jordanian music that I was particularly drawn to was the combination of old and new. Varakat was a great example of this. He played our opening night party, and I asked him to come back so we could spend some more time recording together. He played the oud over layer upon layer of sounds he made into a looping machine, building a lush rhythmic bass of clicks, claps, thuds, and other sound effects. Here is Varakat with an improvised composition recorded live in Never Records Jordan.
You are not listening to Never Records Radio. One of my greatest pleasures is working with performers, exchanging ideas, solving problems, and building a sound together. I've learned something new from everyone I've had the privilege of recording, and Varakot and I spent a lot of time workshopping his tune. When I heard how virtuosic he was playing the oud, I encouraged him to play a naked oud track over the whole recording, and it sounds amazing. Let me describe this next recording to you. We're coming to the end of my last episode of Sounds from Amon Jordan, and it's really difficult to pick the last song. I recorded a total of about 50 tracks in Amon, and they're all great. But I think I shall end with a wonderful gentleman named Hussein. A music teacher in his 80s, Hussein walked into Never Records sharply dressed in a suit and tie carrying a violin case. He didn't have an appointment, but he was so charming that we had to record him. I recorded his whole life story, which he recounted in Arabic. I often ask this of people I record, but I don't always keep their stories in the final mix. But I've always been inspired by Alan Lomax's interviews with one of the originators of jazz music, Jelly Roll Morton. When someone tells their story or the story of a song, it makes the recording more intimate. Here is a lovely recording from one of Amman's treasures, the composer and teacher Hussein, and his original composition for violin, Zarat al Madain. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Ana Hussein Abdul Manam, Min al Askandaria, Hadart il al Urdun, Sanat Alf Samaya. ستة وثمانين
You are not listening to Never Records Radio. Thank you for listening to Never Records Radio. It's been such a pleasure to share these songs from Amon Jordan with you. Stay tuned next week where we travel to Victoria, Texas. For more information about Never Records, please visit neverrecords.net. I'd like to take a moment to thank everyone who helped make this amazing adventure possible. Never Records Amon Jordan would not have happened without the crucial and generous support of the following people. Rose Devitt, Dorothy and Robert Riederer, Jane Friedman, Jonathan Ferrara and Matthew from Jonathan Ferrara Gallery, Ahmed Masri, Saeed Abu Jabber, Mutana Hussein, Jason Weich, Katie Didden, Bob Tulipan, Bill Durkin, Christine Wynn, Susan Martin and Some Serious Business, Shermeen Sarwala, Noura Al-Kassane, The Duke, Andrew Freeman and Bond Public Relations, Royal Jordanian Airlines, and the crew at Howl Happening and Arturo Vega Project. <laughs>